Okay, six past eight. Let's dive into the Sydney form. Ron, welcome back. Meeting holds up relatively well for Chelmsford Stakes Day. I think so, Richard. Um, obviously, if we get a downgrade, we'll see if there's any late scratchings. But I'm just looking at my new toy here, this uh, wind tracker. And um, we've had Have you two... worked it out? Yeah, I, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of getting interested in it now. Um, we've had 2.1 <laughs> mils of rain, um, I'd suggest, in the last hour. Um, where they, we've got a gust of 30.5 kilometres an hour. The current wind, temp, uh, wind gauge is 13.4, but that's moving every second. And uh, Hawkesbury's been downgraded to a soft six at this stage since uh, since the, the the track report this morning. I'm getting all sorts of information here. It's 11 degrees at the moment as well. And the wind's coming from the south-southwest. Have you got a traffic report for us, Ronnie? Well, that's coming. I'll just switch the page here. <laughs> Brad Gray. Brad, a very good morning to you. Good morning, guys. The temperature in the shade is, what, 9.4 and maybe in the sun at the moment, 11.3. <laughs> but fascinating day's racing, guys, isn't it? Uh, so many questions will be answered after today. I'm already looking forward to reviewing it, actually. We're still actually four, four hours away from the first race, but we want to see the headliners again, of course. Zaki, Eduardo hold their form. Will Andermatt put his hand up as an Everest contender? How is Mars Crusader going? Then you've got the good fillies. We get our first look. She's Extreme and Paris Dior as three-year-olds. And without giving too much away, I know uh, Duff and myself have both found a stay that was beaten 10 lengths last start. So it is just one of those meetings, and we just need the weather guys to play their part now and may the best horses win. And we need the tab to offer the best prices around the place. Keen to see what happens as the day rolls on. Who will they make their lay of the day uh, a bit before 11 o'clock? But he has the prices in front of him, and we'll see what business has been like. Len Munsey, Munsey, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Richie. Good morning, Brad. Love to have uh, Alan Wilkie join us this morning uh, for his uh, uh, meteorological tips there. Good morning to you, Duff, and all the listeners. And uh, that is a good um, tool, the the new tracker there, telling us now we've had 2.2 mils of rain. Uh, gone are the days now where you, uh, you just look out the window and you say, I wonder if it's raining uh, at the race course. And uh, now you're up to the second with what's actually happening and uh, we, we don't really want this weather to be continuing uh, right throughout the day today, you wouldn't think. I think Mike Wood loves it as he saws people ringing him every five minutes. It's uh, It'll be a, a great tool for him. Oh, yes, he, he's calling it the, the removal of the pestometer. Um. <laughs> well, I, I, can, I can tell you, I just received a text from a Ramwick trainer and um, let's just say, well, I probably can't repeat totally what he said, but it's raining at Ramwick. Hissing down. That was close to it, Munns. That was very close to what was on the text message. Anyway, <laughs> let's 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 dive in, shall we? Damn uh, autocorrect. Yeah, the old damn autocorrect, 100%. Um, let's get going, shall we? The midway, uh, sure, the highway, getting ahead of myself. The highway starts today. 20 minutes to midway for race number one here, Munns. And the highway this week will be a class three over the 1,200 metres. What's happening in this market? Yeah, not, uh, another big field in the highway, but not uh, a wide market, put it that way. Let's start with Jal Mari uh, for Danny Williams. He's got a few of the stable in today, Danny. And it's a $31 chance. Pure Fuego is at $12. So Country is a $10 chance. Participator up from Wagga for Timmy Donnelly at $4.60. Platara is a $61 chance. Scarlet Prince is out. 
No deduction taken for it. Prince Nakoni, another runner for Danny there at $16. Opal Ridge is our favourite at $2.30. They're playing around with it this morning. Two fifty into two fifteen out to two thirty so far this morning, and that's from six thirty. Uh, Optimo is out, four cents a win and seven cents a place. Extra approval is a $16 chance. Wizard of Oz at $19. We've got very sharp out, no deduction. Danza Dell for the King of the Highways. Terry Robinson at $41. Mosquita at $19. Nowhere to look is out, no deduction. Zoffany's Gaze is out, no deduction. We go down to My Girona. Uh, Ellen Hennessy, your rider there. And earlier it was... A $41 chance still there. Salire with the tongue tie off. Still waiting on a rider there at 23. And Brazen Impact, uh, another Danny Williams runner there. Reese Jones to ride it. It's $71 and King's Trust is out. No deduction. Uh, clearly, top pick here is Opal Ridge. As I said, they're playing around with it this morning. $2.50 into $2.15, out to $2.30 already today. Sig- uh, more than half the money invested on the race today and a, and a good bit of money as well on this favourite here. Uh, second pick with Optimo out is now actually So Country. Third pick would be Participator and fourth pick would be Pure Fuego. Well, Brad, don't see James McDonald riding in highways all the time. Where's she going to find herself? Hopefully just somewhere in behind the speed. Um, I think from the gate and looking at the setup of this race, she won't be too far away. You've only really got two designated go-forward horses, those being extra approval. And so country, outside of that, Prince Nakoni, probably not far away from the wide gate, comes across Wizard of Oz. Salir can be much closer from the inside draw. Uh, and then you've probably got Opal Ridge. So third line back would be ideal, but there's a lot of back markers engaged here, Duff. Yeah, there is. So I would be hoping if I'm a supporter of uh, Opal Ridge, which I am, that um, she will find uh, a beautiful spot just behind that first, you know, that first line. And um, it's hard to get away from the obvious, isn't it? I know she's only a young, inexperienced filly, but she's going further than a highway, surely. Um, uh, she was desperately unlucky behind Troach. Two winners have come out of that race. Wide, four, five wide, no cover the whole way the other day. and was was pretty tough, I thought. So, yep, uh, picks herself, I think. Uh, Participator is a really nice horse. Um, I'm still trying to work out what's his distance range i think it might be further than 1200 um obviously with it being by contributor uh 1200 suits him but i don't like the wet track for him a couple of soft runs are uh, not as good as his you know his good runs um so just little question marks on his um wet track ability although there's no evidence there and and being out of a you know more than ready mare you'd expect him to handle it pure fuego hasn't won in a long time uh, but I think the setup's pretty good for him here. And so country, I think be- fresh is best for him. And with the claim today, $10 looks eh, quite acceptable. 8, 4, 2 and 3. 8, 2, 10 and 4 for me. I'm also with Opal Ridge. It looks her race to lose. Uh, she's a pretty smart filly, isn't she? I know that they're already eyeing off a cosy spot. Uh, and if that's the case, she'll want to come out and continue that good run of form because she's, she's airborne at the moment. Her form lines speak for themselves. Two, Pure Fuego, if there is a danger, uh, it is him. I love the way that he's trialled since. We haven't seen him at the races for seven weeks now where he wasn't been all that far behind the Big Easy and Shades of Rose. I don't think he'll want it 
too much worse than what it is at the moment. He can get through it, uh, but I think he is more dynamic on top of the ground. He'll get back in the ruck and, and need the runs at the right time, but he's got a, a wicked turn of foot if everything goes his way. Ten extra approval, one of those go-forward horses. Chasing three on the bounce, he's in a purple patch of form, albeit two wins on his home track there at Taree, but if he can transfer that form to Ranwick, uh, he's going to give them something to chase at odds, and four participate at best of the rest. But eight, two, ten, and four for me to kick off. Rightio, looking at uh, the numbers here for Darren Flindell calls all the action. Darren is with number two, Pure Fuego, to beat 14, Mosquito, four, uh, four Participator, and eight, Opal Ridge, two, 14, eight, uh, two, 14, four, and eight. Two, 14, four, and eight for Darren in race number one. And Ronnie, if I sounded a touch distracted there, just received a, a text from James Cummings. Um, Animo um, work this morning. In a word, excellent. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bring yeah, it on. Bring it on for sure. Let's get on to race number two here. Uh, the midway this afternoon, Munns, and we'll have some benchmark 72 horses getting up over the 1,800 metres. Uh, Munns, the market please for race two at Randwick. Yeah, we start with a scratching uh, while Chappich running in the last. No deduction taken there. Brown Thomas is out. Uh, three cents a win and five cents a place. Dick Whittington with the winkers on at $18. We've got our Bambino at $26. Bubba is a $9 chance. Scorchland for Crookie the Bookie, looking to go back-to-back -back in midways. It's $4.20, and that price makes it favourite. Bacchio Del Mist at $9.50. Bella Violet, now Huey at this stage is one kilo over, and it's a $9 chance. Navajo Peak at $5. Spring Break is a $23 chance. Mike Rona got the blinkers on today. We've heard from Johnny Steinmetz this morning. It is a $6.50 chance. Dream Maiden at $41. Martini Cruiser out ran yesterday. Two cents a win and two cents a place. Brinner is a $10 chance. Essential Sky at $21. Judy is out ran yesterday. And Remus out. No deduction for it. Uh, most popular runner here is actually Bacchio Del Mist. Uh, as much as $13 during the week, uh, as much as $10 already this morning. Second biggest scorched land, and this is $5 into $4.20 today already, and that's post all the scratchings. Uh, it is the second pick, and the third pick would be Bella Violet. So the concentration there all together, number six, seven, and eight. How do they settle down, Brad? Yeah, tricky race uh, to get a handle on as far as where they could potentially be settled down here, Hainsey. We've got three speed scratch or speed horses that have been scratched. Martini, Cruiser, Judy and Wild Chap. So does that mean my Crona comes across from the wide draw? Maybe Bubba uh, can, can trail my Crona across, given she's a, a very fit horse. Spring Break has some speed, but outside of that, not too many other contenders, Duff. No, no, it's a, it's a tactical battle now, isn't it? In these 1800s, can be a little tricky from horses kicking up out wide. They do a little bit more work than expected, so uh, getting to that first turn. So I, I don't know what to think of this race. Um, I'm I'm with Bella Violet. This track has got me bamboozled. I, I like to talk about people that study these tracks, and you know, 50% of them are telling me it could be right up the inside lanes, and the other 50% say it's going to be swoopers right out wide. I don't know what. I suppose we look and learn, and probably know by race three anyway but uh, it'd be nice to get a grip on it early uh, because I'm tipping what I think is a back marker here and I, I heard Mark Van Gestel earlier and I agree the way, the way he looked or his stewards looked at the race here. I, I know she's got a lot of ground to make up Bella Violet but I just think she was a run short and she just did get stopped at a bad stage there the other day and John's horses usually get better with a, a couple of runs under their belt. Yui's happy to stick and I think she's going to come with a big run 
and she has a heavy track winner at a mile at Hawkesbury last preparation, where she was very strong. So, yep, I'll just lean her way at the odds. He might be obvious, Scorchland, if you just look at that lead-up. Uh, the money was for him at the odds, and he, he dominated, I thought. And he's got a lovely stalking position there. He can be closer from the draw, surely. Five, Bubba. Uh, yep, I think the wet track is a big plus for her, or most of her best forms on the wet. And the, the biggest adjustment in the market this week has been my kroner, and I can understand why with the blinkers on and maybe reading the play, the punters, or the, or the price assessors with those scratchings going forward. Eight, six, five, and 11. I've gone six, three, seven, and 11. I've got Scorchland on top. I think he all has to do is, is hold his form from a couple of weeks ago to be right in the finish again. He gets a couple of kilos for that victory, but the wet track holds no fears. Obviously, the mile holds no fears, and he shouldn't be that far away in the run, settling down midfield and getting his chance. Three, Dick Whittington. I know it's been two years since he's won, but he hasn't raced in this grade for some time either. Uh, he looked pretty sharp in a tick-over trial, and his recent form lines through Borna King Read pretty well for this. Seven, Buccio Del Mist. Uh, she's a, a lightly raced staying mare. Surprised a few, including myself there at Canterbury last start, winning as the, the rank outsider in the field. But if she can build off that, which you'd think she can only can, throw it up out to 1,800 metres, she's one to keep an eye on as she goes through the grades. And 11, My Krona. Uh, she, he does look to get some kind of on-speed favours now. And he's another one that the wet track holds no fears. So six, three, seven, and 11. Okay, nice open midway. Uh, Darren Flindell calls all the actions. Darren with us for behind the gates after 10 o'clock. And uh, he's with number six, Scorchland, to beat three, Dick Whittington. Nine, Navajo Peak. And eight, Bella Violet. Six, three, nine, and eight for Darren in race number two. Race three we go to now. Four-year-olds and upwards mares here for the World Gym Castle Ray Handicap here. Munza benchmark 78, 1100 metres. Yeah, can't say I'm a regular there, but good to see them sponsoring. Uh, we've got Rubenocchi here, backing up from last Saturday, and it's a $5.50 chance. Uh, she Honka at $10. Party for one, with the blinkers off today at $10. We've got Jalay is a $5 chance, and that price makes it favourite in a wide betting race. Never second at 14 Calescent at $34. Miss Dior at $41. Miss J Fox at $18. Sneaky Page is a $13 chance. Lady Banff at 26 Duchy of Savoy at $7. Ten Bells is a $21 chance. Hoover Lucy back after having bone chip uh, removed in the off four knee. It's a $7.50 chance. And Safu at $61. Uh, most popular runner here, dollar-wise, is Jal Lay. Um, and it's been a drift all week. Four twenty, four sixty, four eighty-five dollars. Uh, just on uh, second pick would be Ten Bells, who's on a potential Kosciuszko path. Uh, twenty-three, twenty-one, twenty-three to twenty-one already today. Third pick we go back up to Shihonka. Now this is a weird one. It was ten out to twelve, then eleven, then into a short of seven fifty yesterday. Has been nine fifty out to ten so far this morning. And fourth pick, there wouldn't be anything between Party for One and Hoover Lucy. Uh, Brad, does the map make things any clearer here? Yeah, I was going to say. So we just get the impression that punters got no idea what's going on here, and I tend to be with them. Now, I think there's some good speed here. Uh, you've got Rubenocchi stamped urgent from the wide gate, along with Calescent. You've got Shahonka and Ten Bells coming across, just looking for some cover somewhere. And then that second layer of speed from the lower draws, Misty Or, Miss J Fox, and Sneaky Page holding a prominent spot. So pretty genuine clip here. All runners get their chance stuff. Yep. I, hopefully, I'm tipping a back marker here. Party for one. I'm 
I mean, he didn't put the brakes on me, Joe, this morning, but he hardly said double your bet. Um, but I still want to be with her. I just think she's got the class angle covered, got the wet track box covered, 1,100 metres fresh. She's got uh, group form last preparation, and that stands up pretty good to my eye on benchmark 78. I think the dangers... Hoover Lucy interests me a lot, a yard and market watch late. Um, only one trial after 305 days off, but, you know, Chris wouldn't have be running her on a soft track uh, if he was worried about her condition. And she's in with a nice little weight here for a progressive little mare. Um, for Jalay is a, another one, loves to get to the outside, as John says, and she gets an opportunity to do that back in distance here with swooping late. And 11 uh, Duchy of Savoy was pretty good in Melbourne last start. Uh, was well placed and set up well in Sydney prior to that. That horse Glenn mentioned a minute ago. I mean, I'm interested in her now. We're getting rain again. Ten bills. Uh, she's done some good things here at Ramwick. Uh, two for two at the track and distance, and I could easily throw her. Well, probably in an early quaddy. Uh, three thirteen four and eleven as my little ticker goes over to four point three mills this morning. One thirteen three and two for me. I've gone the percentage play with Rubenocchi. She's fit. She's forward. Uh, she'll make her own luck and give them all something to chase down. I thought she was quite good there last Saturday. I know she was well beaten at the finish a couple of lengths by Monty Ditto and Fire, uh, but the track did play away from the fence, and that was against the boys. So here she is on the quick turnaround. Uh, she was also five weeks between runs there. So quick back up today. No excuses. Back to Mayor's company and four-year-old and upwards Mayor's as well. So restricted grade. Uh, she finds it a nice race to bounce back in. 13, Hoover Lucy. Hoover Lucy, I should say. I echo the thoughts there of Duff. I really wanted to find her. You'd expect her to be forward enough, surely. 1,100 metres, 54 kilos. She's a very handy mare, and I love the way that she trialled. She looked very sharp, so she's extremely dangerous. That last five minutes of betting is going to be all important. Three party for one. With those group form lines, uh, she gets back, but she, she savages the line. We've seen enough of her to know that she can do that. And two, Shahonka. 1,100 metres, probably as short as she wants it, uh, but a testing 1,100 metres probably does help today. One thirteen, three and 2. Numbers for Darren Plindell in race number three at Ramwick today uh, with the Mares. And Darren's with number three, Party for One. To be four, Jalai. And uh, other numbers there just going off the screen there. But he's, um, he is with uh, the good odds. So, uh, okay, so yeah, n nothing further than, well, yeah, we're now a soft seven, Michael, we're letting us know there, soft seven, and there'll be an inspection taking place a little later in the morning. So as uh, Ron following the tracker there, more rain around the place and a soft seven at Ramwick, uh, Michael, we're just letting us know. Let's go to race number four and runs the first of the features here. This is the YLC City Tattersalls Club Cup and a listed race over the mile and a half for race four. Yes, and uh, cut about by a couple of scratchings, but we've still got a Arapahoe, who's the winner of the Premier's Cup going into this uh, cup race, so he's collecting a few cups along the way, Arapahoe, and he's a $6 chance here. Lord Ardmore is out, 19 cents a win and 15 cents a place. Realm of Flowers at $15. Attorney is a $71 chance. Through Irish Eyes, with the blinkers off today at $4.80. We've got Raging Bull, a $9 chance. Card de Noir, with the synthetic hoof filler on the near hind, it is a $3.90 chance, and that price makes it favourite. Grove Ferry is out. The deduction there, $0.11 cents a win and $0.11 cents a place. Too much to bear, $4.40. Chalk Stream is an $8 chance, and She's a Man Eater is at $41. Most popular runner here is Arapaho. Um, well, they took as much as $18, uh, about it. 
uh, with uh, Lord Ardmore in the race and Grove Ferry in the race as well. But uh, it is most popular runner. Second pick is Chalk Stream. Third pick is Card de Noir. And fourth pick is Through Irish Eyes. Your map here, Brad. A real designated leader. Uh, you've got too much to bear and through Irish eyes as candidates, but there's every chance that Chalkstream uh, can find himself a little bit closer in the run here, Duff. But hard one to, to map with any great certainty, uh, but they do look the three, three horses potential to go forward. Yeah, tactical affair. I want Chalkstream to go forward. Um, in Europe, he used to do that, but obviously a lot of work's gone into him to help him settle. I don't know um, if that's going to bugger that up, but uh, I, I just think he's the best stayer here. Um, he was good in the Queen's Cup on a heavy track, second up at mile and a half last preparation. We all saw that first up where it's a total forgive. His trials leading into this prep suggest he's come back well, and he's a good bet here. Um, the market's obviously adjusted with those scratchings, uh, but I still think he is going to run a bottler here. I'm saving on a Rapaho. Um, he's just going too well, and he's adaptable. We all forget he's them. You know, he, he was a real on-pace runner until last start, so maybe he, he he goes back to taking things up. I don't know. Uh, but he's a danger. I'll throw in too much to Bear, who's, who's threatening to win another race. Just a little query at the mile and a half on a heavy track now, or a, a sloth track now. And I'll um, also put in Cadrone du Noir, who's just out of benchmark 78, but he is progressive, he is strong, he can stay, and he's a, he's a last start track and distance winner. The other one I want to mention here is, is she's any old odds, she's a man-eater, is an absolute swimmer. Um, and there's something in her last run, I know she was well beaten, but I, I just think she could be one that you, you just shake your head out of what, what happened there. She could do something. 10, 1, 9 and 7. Yep, I found him too, 10, 6, 1 and 7, so he missed the start by 10 lengths and he got beaten by 10 and a half, yet here we are, you kind of take him to some extent on trust, uh, but on his best form, jeez, he's mighty hard to beat, and his second up last prep, uh, he ran that cracker in the in the Queen's Cup where he was wide the trip and he looked like he was going to drop out of it and he just kept coming again and coming again to not be beaten far by no compromise and surefire, so he's an out and out stayer. And I think 2,400 metres second up, there's every chance he jumps out of the ground. Six, Raging Bull, uh, his first up victory was hard to miss, wasn't it? Uh, it was exceptional, that flags that he's returned really well this time back. 61 kilos, first up, 1,800 metres in the wrong part of the track. He did a fantastic job. There's more depth here, uh, but his form as a three-year-old was rock solid through some pretty handy gallopers, your Animos, your Totsus. He was beaten a fair way, uh, but this is probably a, a slight drop back from that. One, Arapaho, he's flying. Uh, all he has to do is hold his form, albeit he does creep up in the weights. 2,400 beaters is fine for him. And Cadre du Noir uh, does drop six kilos from last start going up in grade, which only helps 10-6, 1 and 7. Her Majesty watching, hoping the gents are right in race number four. And uh, we look at uh, Darren Fennell's numbers here for race four. Oh! As Chalkstream across the board, 10 Chalkstream to oh, beat one Arapahoe, mm, seven and five. Oh. Oh. Could be <laughs> some knighthoods in the honour. You know, <laughs> Elizabeth is uh, listening this morning. Uh, morning, Mum. And, uh, you know, your subject's there tipping your horse. So, you know, pays to crawl. Oh, I hope she not... can afford to dry clean the colours after today. All those tassels and getting all the dirt off them and... Oh. Be a nightmare she, for the dry cleaner. She's got staff for that, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> like you. <laughs> 
let's um let's get on to race five, shall 5. we? 5.7, uh, 5.7. The, the oh, we've, we've given this bloke a new toy to play with, and he's going to become unbearable. <laughs> I'm watching these wind well, and arrows, and uh, for, for what it's worth, I've uh, I'm off Mars Crusader now. I'm, I'm going for something oh, else come on, behind no, the gates. No, I'm, I can't. Oh. I, I'm the host, Ronnie. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> race five, the Southern Cross Group. Concord Stakes, first leg of the Sydney Sprint Series. Munns, half a million dollars. Group three, set waist plus penalties. Um, and there he is, Eduardo, top of the market. What, what are, the, the tab punters want to get involved here at the moment or during the week? Yeah, welcome back, Eddie. Um, already he's been $2 this morning, so it, it's been very, very weird. Like, he went up $3 on Monday. We actually bet $3.20 about it, all in. Uh, Open 2.30 on Wednesday. He's been as into as short as $1.80. Back to two dollars. This uh, and this is today. Two dollars into a dollar eighty-five. Back to a dollar ninety-five already today. So he's all over the place. I'm running out of colours to write the changes down. Uh, Mars Crusader is at nine dollars and fifty cents. Shelby sixty-six is back at the races today. He'll be giggling in the float on the way up. Looking at that rain at twenty-six dollars. Malkovich is a nine dollar fifty chance. Athelric at twenty-one dollars. We've got Handle the Truth. He's on a Kosciuszko path at a hundred and fifty-one dollars. Then we've got Zapateo at $10. Andermatt is $4.20. And Rocketing By is a $34 chance. Well, he is the most popular runner, Eddie. And he's got probably uh, half as much again as what Andermatt has on it. Now, today, uh, Eddie's been as long as $2, as short as $1.85. Andermatt has been as long as four sixty and is now four twenty, and they totally dominate. Uh, third pick would actually be Shelby 66, but you'd lay him in the Melbourne Cup, especially if it's raining. Uh, then you've got not a great deal between Athelric, Zapateo, Rocketing By, and Mars Crusader. Um, Brad, is it Malkovich that's just too quick out of the gates here? Yeah, he's a pretty fast horse, isn't he? Uh, uh, you'd think that Malkovich drawn inside of him uh, holds that ace as far as finding the front here. We've seen Eduardo the last couple of campaigns. He doesn't have to lead, so... Nash will just come out relatively neutral, uh, and if he wants to lead Eduardo, so be it. But I think he'd be quite happy just tagging Malkovich into the straight here. Outside of that, you've got Athelric just punching up into a lovely position. So much more clarity around this map. Uh, yes, yes. Now, he'd be giggling in the float coming to the races here, and about. Now, this is pattern-related, this race, for sure, because Malkovich, we know what he does. He's a flying machine, and he wants the pattern in his favour. He wants the fence good, and he'll run a race. So, now, what sort of energy does Eddie have to use to put paid to Malkovich halfway down the straight or getting to the 100 and could he be a sitting shot for a horse like Endermatt late here? I think so um, I've got him on top Endermatt, that's no disrespect for, for, for Eduardo, he's a, he's a very good wet tracker in his own right and we know he's just two for two at the track and distance and and um, that's at the top level too so um, he's the danger for Malkovich, probably weakening a little bit with him. He wants the pattern in his favour as far as the leaders are getting a good go in close. Uh, but he'll give a good kick. And Mars Crusader will run on late. He loves round week. Eight, one, four and two. Yep, I'm with him. Eduardo, one, five, eight and two. He picks himself, doesn't he? I know Nature Strip sits on the throne as the best sprinter in the country. But I guess there's a little argument to be made that Eduardo... Is the best we've got over a thousand and eleven hundred meters, and he's seven runs for Joe Pride over that distance range. He has won five of them, so 
he fits in well. Uh, you don't need me to tell you that. He's an odds-on favourite for a reason. Five, Athelric, I thought was a really good roughie in this race. Now, will he measure up to this grade? Well, we'll get a price to find out. Uh, Hugh Bowman does the steering. Maps to get a lovely trail. He's a 1,000-metre specialist uh, and the wet track. Uh, we know he'll skip through that no problem whatsoever. And a mat. The case has been made there as to why he's hard enough to beat. He goes like a rocket fresh. He too loves wet conditions and he looked very sharp uh, in his recent barrier trial and two mask crusader. Every chance he finds the 1,000 metres a touch too sharp and he won't like this deteriorating track, but uh, his trial also says that he's returned particularly well. One, five, eight and two. Rightio, let's uh, get on to uh, Darren's numbers here for race five. One, Eduardo to beat two mask crusader, eight Andamat and number nine rocketing by. Oh, we'll stick with mask crusader. What am I saying? One, two, eight, and nine numbers for Darren in race number five. That's a, a one hell of a good sprint. Let's go to race six at Ramwick today. This is the Dali Furious Stakes for the three-year-old fillies here, Man Set weights, group two, 1,200 metres. Yeah, and you can make Hawkesbury uh, a soft six now as well, Richard. Uh, mm. A downgrade with rain arriving out at Hawkesbury. So the Dali Furious here, race number six, we have She's Extreme as a $5.50 chance. She's a belter is not there. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Paris Dior is a $3.70 chance. Then we go to Seven Vales at $19. Wollinga Beast at $9.50. In secret, $3.20, and that price makes it favourite. North Star Lass at $7.50. Russian Conquest at $21. Mumbai Jewelers out, no deduction. Wave Rider Boy at $41. Madame Pomery at $41. And Wingardium is a $23 chance. Uh, most popular runner is Paris Dior here. And already today, uh, because there's no scratchings, $4.20 has been the best price. It's at $5 there from Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, $4.20 last night, $4.23.93.70 today, with half the money invested on the race already today. But in saying that, in secret, was as much as $3.90. Uh, yesterday and earlier this morning, uh, three fifty now three twenty. So both favourites have firmed up here, and they they are well over half the total investment on the race between them. Uh, third pick is the toppy in She's Extreme, and fourth pick is actually the bottom one in Wingardium, who's been as much as twenty six and as short as nineteen earlier today. Now twenty three. Okay, your map here, Brad. Mm, pattern all important when it comes to this race because the two speed horses or the two obvious speed horses have drawn one two north star last punches up wingardium uh, i can't imagine is too far away and listening to <coughs> anthony cummings this morning the door has just been left ajar as far as she's extreme potentially getting a dig and coming across as well duff uh yep and paris door box seating here as well so a uh, terrific little race um I'm with She's Extreme. I know a bit's got to go right for her, but uh, she's a good filly. Uh, she's a good filly. She proved that last preparation. I was taken with a gallop last week, and, um, yep, I'm happy to be with her in a competitive race in secret. Should come on from that first up run. I'm shocked there's not more money for Willinga Beast with the rain this morning. Uh, she's another big improver. And Paris Door, I, I, I want to show her more respect because she's a lovely filly who's been well handled. One, six, five, and three. Seven, three, one, and six. I'm going to throw North Star Lass into the mix here. <clears throat> On the reasons being that there doesn't look to be a lot of tempo in the race. She's got the run under her belt, and I thought she was quite good there first up, albeit in a race where 
she was expected to, to be in the finish, given they did back off in the middle stages. That was a silver shadow, of course. But a similar setup here. Uh, I think she's going to be hard to chase down if they don't give her her due respect. Three, Paris Dior. She was a lovely two-year-old, uh, and all indications are that she's come back really well. Her trials are just as much. There's a bit of bullishness uh, from the stable. She gets the run of the race here and gets her chance to, to make a statement as she marches towards those three-year-old features. One, she's extreme. Uh, she's another one who was a fantastic two-year-old, wasn't she? She was a, a big tank of a filly. She was really strong. So curious to see how she parades today, but she's in the picture and six in secret. I haven't jumped off her yet. I still love her. Uh, I just think $3.50 in what is a very competitive race is a touch short. Seven, three, one, and six. Looking at Darren's numbers here for uh, the Furious Stakes today, the Dali Furious Stakes, and Darren's with number one, Shares Extreme, his best of the day. Asterix there, one a special to beat. Three, Paris Dior, eight, Russian Conquest, and 12, Wingardium. One, three, eight, and 12 for Darren in race number six. This Father's Day, Drum and Golf is giving you the chance to win the ultimate golfing experience for your dad and a friend to the 2022 Australian Open at the Victoria Golf Club, valued at $8,500. To win, simply purchase a Drum and Golf gift card valued at $50 or more from any Drum and Golf store, either in-store or online, between August 4 and September 4. Don't have long, and you will go into the draw to win. Visit drumandgolf.com.au for full terms and conditions. Drum and Golf, Australia's biggest. ACT permit number 2201230, South Australian license number T22983. A break on Racing HQ Saturday and a good look at the Ramwick Quaddy on the other side. Right now at Bing Lee, save up to $500 on selected Bosch cooking appliances. And laundry, Lionel. No, Mum. Cooking. No, Lionel, both. Who said? Me. I'm the Bosch. What? I'm the boss. So it's the boss's Bosch Bonanza. Yes. Okay, you say. Are you kidding? Save up to $500 on selected Bosch cooking and laundry appliances at Bing Lee. But only for a short time. Bing Lee. Better living every day. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure Insure with HQ. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. And for all races at Randwick and Mooney Valley, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races in Sydney and Melbourne this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. At Drum and Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Racing HQ brought to you by the Kosciuszko. Tickets now available in venue or on the Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. 
T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner in the Caulfield Guineas who could possibly become a $10 million sire? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the racing league. The horse is called Lethal Thoughts. He's trained by Kieran Ma and he's a $14 chance to win the Guineas. This is truly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern. Own your share in Lethal Thoughts and have a potential stallion prospect. Own your share of Lethal Thoughts for just $260 and then $20 a month will cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net forward slash hustlers today. AFSL license 223671. Race seven here, Munns, the GPI Tramway Stakes, Group 2, 1400 metres. Yeah, and last year's winner goes around again in this year's race, and that is Zaki. And it's our favourite, odds on $1.85. Colding. Is a $34 chance. Converge with the synthetic hoof filler off at $7.50. Profondo is a $5 chance. Character at $26. Yonkers at $31. Nimalee is at $18. Big Boy Roy at $31. Yearning is a scratching now. Uh, yearning, so that's just uh, that's a late scratching yearning. So I'll check the deduction for it. And ice uh, prime candidate out the deduction there was two cents a win and one cent the place. And ice bath is a seven dollar fifty chance. Let me just check that deduction with that late scratching of yearning and that deduction there, which came out at eight thirty four. Uh, three cents a win and two cents a place. Uh, most popular runner here is Zaki. Uh, it is uh, more than double the investment on its nearest rival, which is Profondo. And third pick is Ice Bath. How does the map look, look in the tramway here, Brad? Well, we've lost a little bit of clarity with Prime Candidate coming out of the race, so that makes it a little bit tricky as far as potentially turning into a bit of a, a sprint home here. Maybe Big Boy Roy can take it up. Zaki won't be too far away. Profondo just in behind, and I originally had Converge going back, uh, but with no Prime Candidate in the race, maybe they do go forward here, Duff. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. I, I would have thought yes, uh, yet uh, looking knowing the stable, um, he will go. I'm not so sure with intent, but he'll go. He'll roll forward here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with Zaki. Uh, like I said, he, he's had a lovely grounding for this. He's the weight for age star. He's um, he's obviously going to take some beating here. I'll put in Converge, uh, a, a horse that's. Still untapped with those form lines around Animo last preparation and the 1400 appeals first up, but he he is a you know a Ramwick Giddies winner on a heavy nine track, and believe me, we're on our way to a heavy track here, 7.7 millimetres this morning. Although it does look like the, the, it's going to stop shortly. Um, for Profondo, I'm worried about now. Would have been top pick in the dry. I love the way he's come back. It's just no conclusive evidence about him. Uh, on wet tracks. I know when he ran on the Rose Hill Guineas, he raced too aggressively there on the heavy, and, and he was okay on that, uh, you know, uh, uh, well, he, he was in the Australian Guineas in his other soft six run, and he wasn't right there. So a little bit inconclusive, and I'm shocked she hasn't firmed now with this re rain this morning, Ice Bath, sitting there with no weight on her back, uh, with her wet track credentials and a run back under her belt. Um, yeah, funny race. Um, one, three, four, and 11. Same numbers for me, 1, 3, 4 and 11. After a lost yearning, uh, we're subbing in Ice Bath as the fourth pick, but Zaki on top. Now, market tells you he's hard to beat. 
Munn's reference that he won this race 12 months ago, and all he has to do is come back just as well to be winning here too. So three converge, best of the rest. He is a horse that does have his peaks deeper into his campaign, so whatever he does today, he can only improve on. I do prefer him ridden on the cold side. Does he have that luxury here? Uh, probably not, but he's too classy to dismiss, isn't he? He obviously beat Animo Fair and Square last campaign. for Profondo. Nobody missed his first up run in the Wink Stakes. As Duff said, won't want it any wetter, uh, but he's obviously returned well. An 11 ice bar. She's so well weighted here, 53 kilos. Blinkers back on, uh, and we know that the wet holds no fears whatsoever. So 1, 3, 4, and 11. Looking at Darren's numbers here for the tramway. Race 7 gets our quaddy underway. 1, Zaki to beat 4, Profondo. 3, Converge. And 11, Ice Bath. 1, 4, 3, and 11 for Darren in race number 7. We've got a race 8. This is the Daily Press Chelmsford Stakes. Group 2, wait for Rage Munns over the Randwick Mile. Scratch numbers 11 and 12. A quality field comes together. Yeah, starting with Moonga here, and he is a $6.50 chance. New Marion with the synthetic hook filler off at $10. Knight's Order is a $21 chance. Stockman at $18. Kukaracha at $34. Great House is a $41 pop. Crystal Pegasus at $31. Entente with the blinkers off at $34. Surefire, our favourite at $2.90. No Compromise at $31. Supernova out, no deduction. Profondo out, no deduction. Allegron at $19. Benno at $9.50. And Montefilia is a $5 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Surefire already as much as three dollars forty this morning, three forty three ten now two ninety, and not the most popular runner so far today. It has over double the investment on its nearest rival, which is Mawunga. Third pick would be Stockman, and fourth pick would be New Marion. And does this race pan out, Brad? Yeah, another intriguing race. It's going to be a, another battle of tactics, this one, isn't it? Because you're looking at Knights or on Entente as your only leaders, and their horses, obviously, it'll get over much further than the mile. Where do you go after that? New Marion probably won't be far away. Mawanga, uh, it'll be ideal if he can hold a spot and, and just sit one out, one back. And if you're looking for surefire, I imagine he finds himself in the second half of the field. That said, uh, there are a lot of stayers here, so you'd think he's got the necessary speed to... Settle down in front of a couple of them. Still, uh, yeah, an intriguing little race here, Duff. It is. I'm going with the class and the proven weight for age form of Montefilia here. I'm not worried. I think the um, the wet tracks slowed a couple of these speedsters up. Uh, well, the, the horses with more dash up than her. I think her class is going to take her a long way. And I think she's a very, very good gamble at $5 here. Um Dangers are obviously Surefire, who was excellent first up. You have to, you, it's hard to knock him, except that he gets to wait for age very, very quickly here. But he has, uh, you know, he, he has got a lot of upside. Mawanga is could easily win this race. I think he's really helped with Stockman drawn inside him and uh, well, no compromise drawn inside him and Stockman outside him, just gives him that first couple of strides because they're negative horses uh, to land a little bit in front of them and then Nash will get to work and put him into the race. Uh, so he's very dangerous here. And Numeri and his stable mate, uh, I love these horses that go out with a bang and there seems to be good talk around about him. Keen on 15, 9-1 of the dangers, 15-9-1 and 2. I've got 9, 15, 1 and 14. I've got Surefire on top. Uh, his first up run was outstanding. It says to me that he's returned 
a real force to be reckoned with over this carnival. Will he still have the dash in his legs 1,600 metres second up? Uh, potentially not, but it's going to be a testing surface. So I think that probably helps him to some extent, particularly where he has drawn 15 at Montefilia for all the reasons that Duff did mention. I know she's not really a first up specialist and the mile is short as she wants it, but gee, she finds a winnable race here. And you go back through her last couple of first up runs and they still have a right in the finish here. One Mwanga, well he's the only group one miler in the race. Now if you're forgiving of what he did there in the Wink Stakes and Annabelle Nation went through the reasons this morning as to why you can be a bit forgiving. Uh, he doesn't like being cluttered up. He likes a bit of momentum and he pairs beautifully here with Nashville Willa. So if they see a bit of clear air there at the 800 metres, he's going to be very hard to beat. And take your pick as far as the stars that'll run on at the end here. Benno, uh, I thought was, was brilliant there first up and he can only build off that. But all this rain around, all of a sudden Stockman uh, is kicking and squealing in his box. So 9.15 and 1 and 14. Looking at Darren's numbers, as we look at these numbers, um, Ronnie, if you're a fan of a horse like No Compromise, I mean, doesn't mind a wet track, he has to step up a bit, but I mean, Trifecta's first force, would you look at him? Yes, um, he is one of mine, he's just so genuine. I, I thought he'd do something first up there, um, I, I threw him in a couple of Trifectas and whatever, um, and he, like you said, he's, he's, he's heavy track and he's, he's honesty and he's consistency, yeah, definitely. 15 for Darren, 15 Montefilia to beat 9 Surefire, 2 Numerian and 14 Benno. 15, 9, 2 and 4 for Darren in the Chelmsford Stakes today. Let's get on to race number 9 on the program here. and uh, This will be the Connection to Sports Handicap Muns, a benchmark 78 over the 1,200 metres. Yes, and we've got a visitor from uh, the Kieran Mars table, Pioneer River, or he has been to Ramwick before, and it is a $13 chance. We've got War Eternal resuming with the blinkers off at $17. Tiger Legend resuming at $15. Geo, first run back from a break at 12 to keep the fresh horses rolling. Silent Impact, $2.70 in favourite. Starman at $5. Zarastro is out, $0.08 cents a win and $0.09 cents a place. Ita at $26. Larkspur run out, ran yesterday, $0.05 cents a win and $0.06 cents a place. Burning Crown out, no deduction. Sevenak out, $0.04 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. Meg out, she won yesterday, won the Mona Lisa, $0.02 cents a win and $0.01 cents a place, a deduction there. Arbitration at $6.50. Hell I Am at $7.50. And go rush lightning. Ellen Hennessy will only claim one and a half here, and it is a $23 chance. Well, this has been a decent move. Uh, silent impact already today, um, 310 into 270 after it went up $10 at the start of the week. Uh, and it has more than doubled the investment on its nearest rival, which there is little between arbitration and hell I am. And fourth pick is Tiger Legend. How's the map shakedown here, Brad? Go Rush Lightning uh, looks your leader, just the 15.5 kilos on its back after the claim of Ellen Hennessy. It'll spear forward, Pioneer River not far away, Silent Impact not far away, Hell I Am I think punches up to use that low draw and maybe Tiger Legend now uh, after a couple of scratchings can be a little bit more prominent than I originally had him in my first map duff. Yeah, these last two races are very hard. Um, I, I like Starman as a horse, I think he's... Um, He's only had the eight starts. He's been set a few targets, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enthused that Chris is happy to run a first-up horse on a track like this. Suggests that he's quite comfortable to do that. His two trials are nice. Um, yep, I'll go with him. Uh, Silent Impact is a he's got some very good form, and he his first trial was much better than his second trial. But I don't let that play with my mind with. 
the stable here, and the market suggests that he's right in order. Hard to beat. 13 arbitration, did a good job up up in class last time, and Geo's a big query. Another one I'm... I'm, um, I'm I'd be more enthused that they're, they're letting him run first up on a heavy track here, considering he's only had one soft trial, and he's a yard and market watch. 6, 5, 13 and 4. I'm going to give Geo an H-way chance here at the odds. 14, four, or 4, 14, 5 and 13. Now, the last time we saw him at the races, he was a big winner there at Newcastle. That was on the Provincial Championships qualify. He didn't quite make it to the final. He's a horse that's been plagued by niggling little injuries throughout his career but he put a, a good gap on them there he beat kiss some that stacks up really well here i know it was second up out to 1400 the last preparation he was 63 weeks uh between campaigns so a bit of a difference up here albeit as duff touched on he's only had the one soft trial but trying to read between the lines the fact that he is running here suggests that he has done enough work so that makes him hard to beat uh, and the heavy track i think is a big tick for him 14 hell i am well the big advantage he has this three-year-old is he's up and running so he's had three runs already. Uh, he was a good winner against the older horses last start. Albeit in 53 kilos, camps in behind the speed, he gets his chance. Five silent impact. He's a hope. I think he's very skinny now at $2.70, uh, but certainly respect that market confidence around him. Great fresh record, great record over the sprint trips, and he's obviously ready to do something here in 13 arbitration. Uh, she's a pretty handy mare. Uh, the wet's okay for her, and all she has to do is really hold her form to be somewhere in the finish again. So 14. 4, 14, 5 and 13. Okay, Darren's numbers for race 9 at Ramwick today. Uh, 6, Starman to beat uh, 5, Silent Impact. 4, Geo and 3, Tiger Legend. 6, 5, 4 and 3, 6, 5, 4, 3. Last of the day, race number 10, 10 past 5 for the Icon Services Handicap here, Munns. And I suppose some, some fringe, nice staying horses here in a benchmark 94 at the mile. Yeah, we'll start with the Canberra Cup winner in Sacramento returning today as a $41 chance. Luncey's returning at $41. Lightning Jack is out, no deduction. Paternal at $13. Regal Lion, now the blinkers are off and the synthetic hoof fillers off, and it's a $31 chance. Rousseau out, no deduction. Yale Town uh, resuming after a long break. It has suffered a fractured pelvis, and it is a $23 chance. Alcyone at $8.50. Yana at $17. Yee Yee is out. Two cents a win and two cents a place. Carp Fever, Regan Bayless, your rider there with the blinkers off at $81. Kiss the Bride, Dylan Gibbons will only claim one kilo here. Blinkers on, $34. Wicklow is your favourite at $3.60. Niffler at $6. Welsh Legend at $34. Outlandos is our next runner and it is a $41 chance. Opacity Tyler Schiller only claimed one kilo, $7.50. Bold Mac is a $10 chance. And Wild Chap, Reese Jones, your rider there. And it is a $14 chance. Righto. What is most popular runner here in the last? And you have to look down. Well, Wicklow, it's got to be here. And already uh, today, uh, $4.80. Uh, best price given about it earlier today. Now a $3.60 chance. So a dramatic change in the market here. Um, second pick would be Giannis. And third pick is Paternal. Pretty handy field to finish off here, Brad. Yeah, depending how aggressive they are on the two resumers here. For Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott, Sacramento and Yale Town. Uh, that probably has a bearing as far as how this race is going to be run. I thought Wild Chap might hold them both out with no weight on his back and that little fitness advantage outside of that. Bold Mac can be a lot closer today and Kiss the Bride 
I imagine, just parked in behind the speed here too. Uh, I think Paternal's too nice a horse not to sprint well fresh here. He's had his two trials where he's been nicely held and and he's a horse with upside. He's a derby place getter in the winter with a little bit of residual fitness. He's got a couple of good heavy track runs in the pack of plate and the uh, rough habit. So, yep, I think he'll run well if he ticks off the yard box. Uh, Alcyone, that was a, I think was a lovely positive report from James this morning to say that we're going to see probably what he did at Rose Hill on the heavy track first up where he bolted in there. And we might see a similar type of animal here today. And come the last, these lightweights might come right into play. Um, with testing conditions, fit horses, no weight, at a mile. Bold Mac, shocked he hasn't firmed this morning. Um, he's, his wet track form is excellent. Um, that's where he won his race first up when he wasn't ready. And also opacity with no weight on his back at his uh, you know, favourite uh, track and distance, really. 4, 8, 18 and 17. All right, I've gone 18, 14, 12 and 13. It sounds like I'm reading out the lotto numbers there. Some big numbers, but it's that kind of race, isn't it? I've gone the way of Bold Mac. Uh, it's a lovely setup for him today. So last start, I know he was well held there by Nifla, but he just got back uh, in a race where they didn't go any great gallop and he was poking through the line okay with 60 and a half kilos. So a huge drop down to 52. Reunites with Jay Ford uh, and they won together first up at Rose Hill on a heavy track. So he parks up a lot closer in the run. And I can see him doing something here and, and proving very hard to beat at around a $10 quote. 14, Nifla, the mile, seems to be about her sweet spot. She's got a fantastic record. All she has to do is hold her form from last start. And again, she deserves plenty of respect. I thought Kiss the Bride was a cheeky little roughie. Uh, he is a little bit hard to catch, but he does have a, a history of improving sharply second up. He's been back to the trials since his first start failure. He looked pretty sharp there, and the blinkers go back on. And 13, Wicklow. This wet track probably offsets the fact that He's coming back slightly in trip. So 18, 14, 12, and 13. Okay, Darren Flindell, last of the days with number 12, Kiss the Bride at big odds uh, to beat 14, Niffler, 17, Opacity, and four, Paternal. 12, 14, 17, and four for Darren in the last. Ron, what's your best for Chelmsford Stakes Day? Yeah, best race eight, number 15, Montefilia. Best value bets are in races three and four, and that is Party for One and Chalkstream. Good on you, Ron. Enjoy, enjoy a day at Ramwick, a wet Ramwick as best you can. We'll speak next Saturday. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Ron Duffersy, and for opponents post-mortem as well. Uh, Brad, what's, uh, what's your best in value for today? Let's get the cash nice and early. Race one, number eight, Opal Ridge. I think she'll be a little bit too good for those highway class horses today. And the best value comes up in the last. Race 10, number 18, Bold Mac with no weight on his back, and he'll love the conditions. So for our sake, hopefully we can bookend the meeting. Good man. We'll see you during the week. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Brad Gray, Stacker Shows. Brad's on here on Sky Thoroughbred Central. And uh, I don't know if you're still there, Munns, but, uh, yeah, punters, get involved now. For, you're, you're looking for your wet trackers, uh, I'd imagine. Uh, Mask Crusader's still there. I suppose um, I thought he might be a bit suspect with uh, the track downgrading, but what a good Concord. Yes, it is. Uh, eight point. I thought Ronnie would have left us with his rainfall total before he <laughs> ducked out at 8.3 mils of rain uh, so far today on that track at Ramwick. So... Uh, that's uh, 8.2 mils of rain, I think you'll find, since um, the track was rated a soft 6 at uh, quarter past 6 this morning, downgraded to a soft 7 at 20 past 8. And I'd say uh, first job for Mark Van Gessel and the team will be going out there to inspect the track when they get to headquarters this morning. Good on you, man. Speak soon. 
Thanks, Richard. Glenn Munsey there. Thank you, Jens, and thank you, listeners. Hopefully, you've um, you've done your form, and maybe yours correlates the same as uh, as the gents. Maybe not. Whatever you're doing today at Ramley, good luck. All those markets up with the tap. Andrew Hurley uh, after 10 o'clock. Give us a bit of an, an update where the money is going uh, with behind the gates, and that behind the gates bet will open up at 10 o'clock between 10 and 11. Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell, part of that as well. Almost two minutes past nine. We'll head to a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's form and tips and selections for the Valley Fee and Stakes Day. Mark Hunter and Dean Lester after the break.